It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome to the B movie breakdown episode number fifty. Ooh, 5-0. It's pretty exciting. It is very <laughs> exciting. Close to the uh, one-year like anniversary uh, type of deal of uh, the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget and lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed in prior episodes, so you two can join in on the madness. You two can listen if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher or Stitcher Radio, or whatever the hell you want to call it. You can reach us on our site, or email bmbpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter, at bmbpodcast, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash bmbpodcast. Uh, also, a quick shout-out to Timmy Blaze on the T-Dog Bulls and Pops Combsy Stand Show. It's available on iTunes, so search Timmy Blaze, or search that entire title, uh, if you can remember it, T Dog Blizzle Pops Combsy Stand Show. It's a good podcast. It's funny. I've been on there a couple times. Good times. Uh, once again, uh, I haven't really, I don't think I've ever really, I don't know if we talked about it last week that Dan, uh, who was co hosting with me before, is most likely unable to come back to the show due to scheduling issues and things like that. Uh, we'll plan on doing some sort of one final, like, bonus episode thing a year or something with him. Uh, we'll see schedules permit and things like that, so, uh, do something like, a um, Baywatch Nights or something like that, that was always one we did a lot on the show, so those were, <laughs> god, that show, the show just needs to come back to TV, it's one of the greatest things that has ever existed, uh, I wish, there's not even a DVD release, it's so sad, in Germany, is there VHS? No, of season one you can find VHS tapes, but season one is not supernatural, season one is more... Mitch Buchanan being a police officer. And Hard then, nips in the night. Yeah. And <laughs> season two is when they're like, let's make it more like the X-Files. Oh my god. I don't even remember that. I remember Baywatch Nights, like, yeah, the regular one, but I don't remember paranormal stuff happening. Yeah, vampires, mummies, uh, unfrozen Vikings, oh where one, in the Viking one, he seems to know so much about uh, Viking lore, all of a sudden, it's just a really weird aspect to his... Yeah, he, he's just like... <laughs> Breaking it down for him, telling everybody what's what about these Vikings, and at the end he uh, sets the one out on a boat into the ocean and pushes it off, and he shoots a flaming arrow into the sky, and it <laughs> hits the boat, and he yells, Valhalla! <laughs> Wait, I think I have seen that like specific scene. It sounds so familiar. It's a classic. But he's always such the skeptic in every episode. He's always like... That can't happen. Like, this is like the sixth episode in, and now we're fighting zombies or something, and I still don't believe any of this. I've been possessed by the devil, but I still don't believe mummies are after me. <laughs> like, why are you still a skeptic? This is like the eighth episode. He's, he's got to play that scully angle. Yeah, he was really pushing that way too hard. Him and then um, the other, the chick that's on there is Angie Harmon. Yeah. She's on like Rizzoli and Isles or yeah. something like that, but she is the worst. Like she's I don't, be on like Law and Order or something too. I don't know how she is on any other show, but she is awful on she's worse than David Hasselhoff oh on uh, Baywatch Nights. Well that's because he's great. 
It's true. He is he's absolutely great. I think he'd come back to do a, like a Adult Swim version of it. It could be 15 minutes. Those episodes are like an hour long, and they could be 15 minutes and be right to the point. There was some like article I read that said that people were stealing because he was in an ad for some kind of fast food chain product, and people were like stealing the posters for it. And they had like a big thing where they had to go retrieve them. So the Hoff is still pretty popular. <laughs> oh, in Germany, he's like huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, uh, if you haven't noticed already, joining me, well, I'm Corey. And if you don't already know that, I don't know why you wouldn't. You're 50 episodes in. <laughs> it's pretty obvious at this point. But joining me once again. Oh, I'm Gina. <laughs> and Ryan. Gina and Ryan, they joined me a few weeks ago for uh, X Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. You didn't work, you didn't join me last week for Miami Connection, but you did watch we it. Did uh, watch some it. thoughts maybe uh, you awesome. want to share? Uh, we we did find the Dragon Sound shirts online. I'm still uh, ready to get one. Yeah, yeah. I Sleeveless or sleeves? Sleeves, sleeves. The the formal wear. The formal the formal <laughs> version of the Dragon Sound shirt. Yeah, I ended up downloading the soundtrack. I found it on online and uh, I had that stuck in my head like all the next day at work. Which one? Friends the, from yes. eternity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loyalty honesty whatever it's still there yeah oh god it, that's such a it, that was a great find mm-hmm. that was uh that was just just too much to handle it honestly is one of my favorite b movies now i think it topped troll 2 and the room as far as uh yeah. b movies go i didn't realize it was going to have such a huge following and the uh the DVD packages they had. Yeah, the... Uh, the uh, st- stupid cocaine edition. Yeah, the tough guy edition and something else. can't remember what the other one was. Hardcore something edition or whatever. Yeah, just a, just a huge following for that movie. I actually found a video online of... They did a reunion thing of the actors uh, when they first premiered it and they played... Well, they didn't really play, uh-huh. but they like fake. Like, wow, they do in the movie the fake playing. But the girl was actually singing. They got everybody back, and that is really funny. Are you guys doing anything? Can you? Uh, <laughs> we haven't done anything in twenty major years. Superstars, or but apparently that guy YK Kim like poured all of his money into that movie. The guy who we wrote, directed, produced, and was the main Asian guy in the movie. Uh-huh. He like poured all of his money into it and went like bankrupt because of it. Because he thought it was gonna be this like huge blockbuster movie and it was, it was in my mind it was seen in like 10 theaters in florida <laughs> well at least everything old is new again maybe he can make a buck or two and salvage well, what's I mean, left the production company seems to be making money off of it yeah. yeah i'm sure that he's getting a cut of it now on the uh, blu-rays and dvds and posters and vinyls of the soundtrack and dragon sound t-shirts and I'm sure he's he's loving it, you know, unlike Tommy was so with the room. He's not, like, going out there and being like, oh, this was supposed to be this. And, like, I know the guy, I'm sure the guy has a sense of humor about it. He's not taking it too seriously. But beyond Miami Connection, we move on to the uh, same year, actually, 1990, Year of Hits. <laughs> uh, and Misses. <laughs> it's in Misses. That's why, that's why I say you can find the humor and enjoyment and low-budget, lesser-known films. And this week's low-budget film, Shockma. Shockma. <laughs> Starring Roddy McDowell from the Planet of the Apes movies. He was in, like, every single one. He played Cornelius in the first, like, three, and then Caesar after that. And I really don't know what else he's ever been in. I knew I recognized the name when, in the credits, and I was like, what the fuck? Why do I know that name? And I looked up, I'm like, oh, he's in every Planet of the Apes movie. Sure, they thought it would be so appropriate. 
Yeah, apes, <laughs> baboons. You know what's weird? There's never any baboons in the Planet of the Apes. Mm. It's because of the butts, I think. It's too graphic. Yeah. Well, they have to they have like holes there. cut out in their pants when they're walking around. <laughs> yeah. It's not fashionable. You no. can't take it seriously. <laughs> well, no. if they were as crazy as this one, because that's one question I have about this movie is this baboon, how did they get it to go so crazy? That's what I was asking when we were watching it. How did they make it go ape shit? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, like, really violent at times. (laughs) Well, that's what I told Ryan. Did they just, like, go out in the jungle, like, grab this thing? Like, all right, now we're going to let it loose. Like, just let it go. And it, like, because some of the shots of it, I was like, this thing is totally a real baboon. But, like, how did they ever get it to cooperate with any kind of filming? Because it was obviously doing stuff that looked like what it yeah. was supposed to be well, doing. Well, sometimes he looks so cute. Well, he had his no, little stuffed animal, and he's like, oh, I'm a little cute monkey. I absolutely hate primates. Well, so. then they installed that chip in his brain, and that was it. Did they put a chip in his brain? I thought they just squirted serum into his brain. I couldn't really tell well, what was, was happening. There was a little... They cut that square, but that, that square was, little... was a part of his skull they cut out. Was it? Yeah, to squirt the I, stuff I, into his brain. I, I thought it was something that was in his brain. Yeah. It was a very gross surgery, nonetheless. I was, was eating a hot dog when we were watching the beginning <laughs> of this movie, and I immediately put that to an end. And I just thought it was weird, because on the... When the doctor was in there trying to operate, it looked like he just grabbed the instrument and was, like, jabbing it around, like, aimlessly. Well, it doesn't really matter because they're talking about this game they're going to play while doing surgery. He's like, Professor, about that game tonight. Like, I don't think this is the right time to talk about this. So, <laughs> And I, was this a school? I couldn't figure uh, out what or the just hell this a was. lab? It, it, I, or... My impression was that it was a, a med school. Yeah, because it seemed like there was some sort of, yeah, like either work or, or some sort of organizational thing. At the, at the thing. beginning, when they, they were diddling around in the baboon's brain, they had a bunch of people in a circle yeah. around them taking notes. Yeah. So I, I assumed oh, it was yeah, a med true. school. Yeah, it was... The, the whole movie was kind of weird. It felt like, to me, that they f- started filming a movie about a game... And then they realize how boring it was, and they're like, let's just throw a killer baboon in the mix. <laughs> That's definitely what it felt like. Because, like, the game was so... I I understand it was like an RPG, but you, they were, like, acting it out. Yeah. So it was almost like, like LARPing, LARPing. But then it was on a computer. Well, the, <laughs> like, the, the computer... <laughs> it was the 90s. Was, they were was, pioneers. Yeah, the computer was only tracking them in real time. He had, he had the map out, like he was the dungeon master. But each player... The other actors had like a homing device on them, so he could see yeah. where they were in the game. And I love how when they died, they disappeared off the screen. Was that like a feature that they put in? Because <laughs> the homing device should still be on. Yeah, yeah. just in case well, anyone died. Unless it was recording their life. vital signs as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we I, don't know how this uh, professor, who was also he was pretty creepy himself. Not as creepy as Bradley. I thought that guy was the creepiest. He was just like, the, Whoa. yeah, the gay uh, IT guy. Yeah, yeah, he was very. He was just weird. He was very creepy. And then he's like, we never played in a real building before. Like, where <laughs> have they been playing? Like, I just... What's been happening? Like that. And then they're like, this is going to be the best game ever. <laughs> and they were so pumped. And why did this school or lab or whatever allow them exactly. to... Yeah. They would have never it's gotten like away running with around that. With even, stuff. even though the, uh, the professor, I, I can't remember his name, even though he was the head of whichever department they were in, he he would never be able to organize that. I mean, 
a bunch of college kids hanging around hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical equipment and lab animals after hours. Yeah. In my work, we can't even go to Chili's without having to sign off on, like, release papers, so I don't know. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Good thing they didn't sign the releases. (laughs) (laughs) Shockma monkey. But poor Shockma, like, he died in the beginning. I felt kind of bad for the monkey before he started going crazy. He's just, like, innocent baboon. And he's getting tested out, and then he died because they gave him too much of the stuff to make him not angry. But then he went angry, and they had to put him down. I'm pretty sure the moral of the story is that baboons and primates are disgusting. But when they put him down, right, they he stabbed him with the thing to kill him. So when he came back, is he essentially a zombie the rest of the movie? (laughs) That's what I was confused by, because with the, uh, the vial he had in the cabinet when he was going to put him down... He seemed to get distracted with conversation and accidentally grabbed a different one. So I'm not sure if it just Sedate. knocked him uh, unconscious. Yeah, just sedated him. There and then go. he woke up pissed? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you? I'd be pissed, too, if somebody was trying to kill me. But yeah. The, yeah, the impression I got, because it wasn't very clear, is that he was just unconscious and they assumed that he was dead. Yeah. But, I mean, some parts, I mean, he was eating people's faces, and, like, there's that one scene where it's, like, shot from the elevator, but, like, underneath Shockman towards the woman, and his blood was just dripping from his mouth. That was, like, terrifying. (laughs) Like, I feel like the movie could have been something with with just things like that, and it was already terrifying enough, but then it was just a really bad movie. The the scene leading up to that, because that was uh, Jerry, the, the guy with the flat top. Yeah. That... That was eaten by Shockman in the elevator. But when he came out of the elevator and he was attacked, the puppet they used was, was like, like four or five times, times than the, the size. Yeah, every time they used the puppet, it was very obvious it was a puppet. <laughs> was like he huge. just hulked up to eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did remember too, like when we were watching it, and it's so funny we watched this because when you said the title, I immediately thought of the cover. I like the DVD, or well, it would have been VHS at the time. But this movie was always at um, the local video store in town, and like I would always see it when I was little and be just terrified by the cover of it, which was just like it the, is terrifying. The even the, even the opening um, logo when it has shows that building and it's kind of menacing, and dark, and then it just says Shockma and it has mm-hmm. like the eyes and like the fangs coming down. Mm-hmm. It's a very menacing for a movie that for the first like half hour or forty five minutes is. Pretty damn boring because it's them playing <laughs> yeah. this game, and I, they were very serious about this game. Game master, <laughs> they were so serious. It was it was such a serious game that this guy who never played before really wanted in. Like, why did he want in so bad? This that Richard guy, just because his sister was involved, or maybe he wanted to get away from his annoying girlfriend. Yeah, she was who pretty camped outside the entire movie and sat like the so sat perfectly still in her car listening to the same like elevator music synth riffs yeah. over and over again. It was, it was electro. Uh huh. Yeah, and then I like when they're like when he was gonna go incinerate Shakma, and they're like, no. Like, we can't do that. I, I mean, have to perform an autopsy. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I wrote I wrote on so many goofy things regarding the, the baboon. I was just like, goodbye, Shakma. 
for now. Yeah. <laughs> and then his little ellipses. and then his little oh I did <laughs> and his little hand moved is just like Ooh. yeah well that was the other thing that was funny when we were, when they were doing the elevator scenes and you looked and the elevator plate had like little child handprints all over it like very <laughs> meticulously like obviously a human being's hand <laughs> but they're supposed to be shakmas. And what did he kill initially? Just the ba- other baboons? Is that the first kill? Because they show the blood splatter on the window, but I didn't realize he was in the it, same room with yeah, them. Yeah, he was He was in the uh, the specimen room, and it looked like he ripped open all the cages and just killed all the other lab animals. Yeah, that was just, it was just weird. And you know what else was weird about the game, too? The $500 buy-in they did, like the bet they did, each $500 <laughs> on this game where they're finding, like, glitter in a bag? yeah. And like, they have like your crystals and like some girl dressed up in Renaissance fair. Well, that's that's because she wanted tower. Or Sam's nuts. Yeah. How old was she? Uh, she's probably about fifteen. Yeah, she's fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't sure she was really wanted like her virginity lost <laughs> with like, that that the... midriff and those poofy sleeves. Yeah, she's just pants. like I'm ready to get deflowered tonight in the top of this tower. Like it's happening. Yeah. Especially when she's like. Sitting there, like, rubbing herself, like, on the couch. It's very weird. That's why I was like, oh, is she, like, at least 18? This? Like, <laughs> this is a Tracy well, Lord at one situation. Point, at one point, she was just like, don't you know how old I am? It's just, like, very weird. She was, yes. she was very interesting. And, I mean, not to jump ahead. I mean, we kind of really didn't explain much of the movie. It's uh, people, pl- I, I guess we did. People playing a game, Monkey Comes, Attacks Everybody. Whatever. You watch the movie, it's ridiculous, it's hilarious. It was, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, although yeah. you have seen nothing. <laughs> like, we've watched some really fucking terrible movies. Uh, ones that I didn't want to watch, but we watched them anyways, and they're fucking horrible. <laughs> and uh, one was called Kaboom, and just don't ever watch. It's like the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Wait, who is that the one? It has uh, John Connor from the series, the Sarah Connor series. I don't know that kid's name. Uh-huh. And it had uh, it had Juno Temple in it. Yeah, it was it, like an indie movie or yeah. something. It's like I it heard wasn't of even it, a B but movie. I didn't, it was, I didn't watch it. It wasn't even a B movie. It was well produced. It was like this art house indie garbage. Yeah. And it was like the worst thing I've ever and seen. And it got in my like life. a lot of critical acclaim too, I feel like. And then I was like, no, thank you. Nope. Juno Temple always has been like. Ugh. If you just want to see Juno Temple's boobs a lot. You could see that movie. You could see any movie with Juno Temple. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was, like, the worst. It was one of the worst movies. And then they had, like, a little bit of plot in the last, like, 30 seconds, and then everybody blew up. And that was the movie. <laughs> but this is kind of like this movie, too, though. Everyone dies at the end. Mm-hmm. Even Sam. I'm assuming he died. He yeah. He's just like... The, the poor man's uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. I yeah. win. Uh, like, or whatever. It wasn't... The, and the, the music kept saying, I win. Yeah, and the weird I robotic win. voice. I I was like, "That's what is it saying?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's I win." Actually, Christopher Atkins, who played Sam, was in a movie we've watched like five weeks ago called "Smoke and Lightning." He looks really familiar. He was in Blue Lagoon. That's what it was. That's I totally was uh, thinking that the whole time. He's from and has had nothing of a career since, but he was in this movie we watched a few weeks ago called "Smoke and Lightning," which is weird that this. I don't know. If that's how I found this movie, or I think I just saw this on Netflix, and it just so happened to have. Him in it. Yeah, he is a poor man's Mark Hamill. He really, really is. Like, even the look and... And sometimes he was alright, but sometimes he was just, like, so bad. And when he was forcing that... What was the girl's name? Kim? Kim was the... the younger girl? Yeah. When she's like, 
I'm, I'm going with you. I'm not going to let you go alone. <laughs> up He's like, the wall. he forces her up against the wall. Like, so aggressively and holds her there for the entire conversation. Like, just squeezing her. So, I was like, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and at that point in time, she was wielding a knife. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and honestly, did they ever show her die? Uh, the baboon was in the room, but yeah. I just... They cut to... Uh, they cut back to Sam because she saw her brother, the one that got the acid in the face. Yeah, she, on the she floor, started freaking out, yeah. And she walked into the other room and Shakma jumped onto her back, but then it cut over to Sam. So we just assumed she died. She died, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I couldn't believe everybody died at the end. It was just like, and that's how it ended. It's just everybody died. The end. Yeah, no, and there was no. The police were called at one point, and he just was like, uh, uh, yeah, what was uh, that? Like that part breathing was bizarre. In the he mumbled something right before he hung up, but I could not. Understand no, what he, he was, was just like he just went like he just went into shock. He mumbled. snapped. Yeah, he was just like I, I need to kill this thing. They killed my girlfriend in the bathroom, and I had a ceremony for her that lasted like yeah. ten minutes. He carried around a lot of dead bodies in that movie. <laughs> I did. Well, we were laughing about how it took him opening the door to the stall of the bathroom to find out that she was dead when her feet and blood yeah. were, like, hanging out when, the bottom of the door. His, uh, all the way. girlfriend was killed in the bathroom, he he opened the door just to see her body lying on the ground. And but when, when they cut the camera back, her feet were sticking out from under the stall in a pool of blood. So, obviously, I, she was in there. I like when he... I think it was when he found Richard's body... He, like, looks over at it, and it's, like, 30 seconds of him with just shock face. Like, ah, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, some of the cuts were, like, just like, inappropriately long. Yeah, and it was just, like, him doing that for, like, 30 seconds. If not, it felt way longer, but I'm sure it was probably maybe no longer than that. And Tracy, who was his girlfriend, she had some really uh, interesting lines, too, when they had... But they basically banged in that room, and... She goes, Sam, you're so male. <laughs> like, what kind of line is that? Like, the delivery, the way she, like, turned into this, like, super valley chick for whatever reason. She wasn't like that the entire time, except for that one where they were about to there, get it out. There was another good line in that same scene when he flips the light switch off. She asked him why he did that, and he said... I thought dungeons were supposed to be dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't they refer to her as like a feminist or something too at the beginning? And she was all, she's not, I don't, they call her if, like if, a... If there was any character development in that movie, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hodgepodgery. they, um, when, while they're banging in the room, they sh- cut to the girl waiting for him. Yeah. I thought that was, like, sad. It was just like, oh. I wish I could have some. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was And what were really... they supposed to get if they got to her? Uh, well, that was the, the bet they laid down at the beginning. So whoever... So she got the pot with her? I, I think the bet was just between the players. Mm-hmm. It was the bet was only between um the black guy who's Jerry Jerry and Tracy and Sam Sam I don't think anybody else was in on the fight maybe Richard maybe Bradley wasn't in the room when they made the bet so I don't really he know he was off twiddling his finger somewhere yeah but the the whole point of that was 
she was so confident she was going to win because she said, that's a down payment on a car or something. Yeah, she really wanted to put a down payment on a car. So, yeah. Yeah, that was her thing. And I like the one time when the professor, I think, gets killed in the elevator. They hear something, and he, Sam immediately just goes, what? Shakma? Like, <laughs> what? How did he know? Like, in what way could he have possibly known? And Shakma. Thank you. And uh, then that black guy was, like, walking around by himself. Why did he start doing a Scottish, possibly, accent at one point? It was, like, the worst accent I've ever heard. He was, like, this piss-poor Scottish accent. I thought that was a really weird, like, I don't know, a really weird choice. But throughout the whole movie, I kept writing down things like rooting for Shakma, essentially. Like, Shakma don't give a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> I wrote that down one time, like, uh, I don't know, I wrote, I have to get to the other ones, it's like, knives aren't gonna stop Shakma, oh, you think, you think you can shock Shakma? No way, it's not gonna work. <laughs> just like, I just, like, got in the mode once, I was kind of like, eh, the movie's gonna be a little boring, I just, I was like, I need something to keep, keep me going, so I needed to start rooting for this baboon to I, just I take was, over. I was doing the same thing, like, when, uh, Richard was trapped in the closet, and he filled the beaker full of hydrochloric acid with the intention of throwing it on Shakma. But Shakma ain't no fool and yeah. kicked it out of his hand. <laughs> and he was... Oh God, I still can't get over the baboon just beating on the doors and just yeah. boom, 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 like That's with his shoulder. That's why I think it was, like, like, scary. Bah. Yeah. Because it totally was and, a baboon. And, and I think if the movie didn't have the game element... And it was just like people working in this building, and then this happened. It might have been a little bit more terrifying. Yeah, because the baboon was definitely freaky. Because they would cut to some like when the baboon was chasing people. Oh well, we're gonna cut to the people who still think the game is going on, and then it was like, yeah, like, they were weird down. momentum hiccups with like the flow of, the and stuff. especially after you're watching this baboon just violently just destroy these doors, and I kept thinking to myself, how many people actually died? During the making of this movie. It was either... Trying to calm this thing down. Either they released a completely wild baboon in this building to film, or they spent the majority of their budget on a very well-trained baboon. Yeah, Yeah, I I have no And I'm sure there's some sort of, like, thing that would agitate them, like, smells or... Noises maybe, or yeah, maybe, something. Like, I'm like, sure they had... Or LARPing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> LARPing. Ah, you won't or play this, they, nerds! Maybe they was a female and they took away its babies and they locked them in those rooms. We have them back here. Yeah, everyone had a, a baboon baby in their pocket. <laughs> Do it for Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Yeah. Well, that's what I think. Maybe that's what Shakma's angle was. He, was. he just knew that LARPing was not going to go over well. He needed to save the rest of humanity, it the was future a, generation. It was a screen test for... Uh, Dunstan checks in, <laughs> or the million of other um, primate, spy mate, or oh, MVP, most valuable primate, or I mean all the other monkey movies, or Airbud, or Airbud, which is not a monkey movie, but <laughs> or Air Buddies with the little mole, the puppies. Now they talk and stuff because that happens. Uh, that's how those movies evolve. I also thought like it, that should be like a subtitle for this movie, Shakma. The door hitting baboon, because essentially that's like almost all of what he did is have, 
and stuff for when he finally started killing people. And why did they think that flashing that bulb in his eyes was going to do anything? They thought it would disorient him. God, it was the worst idea. It was the worst plan. It was the like, it was just like a flash from like a camera. And but it just then, went like, bleep. Then either the <laughs> like bulb my, burned out or I, the battery died because it flashed for like three seconds. I think the flash on my iPhone is brighter than that bulb and better. And when it didn't work, he was just like, Ugh, and he threw it at the monkey. Like, uh, I don't know what to do. I just think baboon is two feet high. People are plentiful. One baboon, more people. Why not yeah. just organize it, it, everyone it, it, it around seemed, this thing? It seemed individually. They could have overpowered it. If it were a, a pack of baboons, then yeah, yes. Well, they killed him one. He killed one by one for the most part. So, But, but still, if it jumped on you... The thing couldn't have weighed more than 30 pounds. Well, we'll, we'll go with the... Maybe he's undead and he had powers. I don't know. Uh, he had the serum in him. Super <laughs> I'm make excuses for oh, the... Shockma. For Shockma. Yeah, who knows what kind of tests they were performing on Yeah, him. and I love how the Sam would talk to him. Yeah, well, he had come trained here, him. Come here, Shockma. Yeah. Come here, like, no, this thing is killing people. It's That's not going to work at this point. I think we're beyond... Talking to this. <laughs> well, what did work when you know everybody was out to try to either escape or kill Shakma when Sam's up against a wall in a room and Shakma comes lumbering in, all he does is scream at it yeah. and it runs away. Yeah, yeah. Goes, well, that's when he was in when he was in like full Shakma mode and he was just like. Ah! And it was just like crazy oh, eyes oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, he just took off. This guy's not fucking around anymore. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> well, and then uh, before the one girl died, I mentioned this before we started recording, but the girl goes, is this part of the game, Sam? Like, yeah. A killer baboon <laughs> is part of this. We just didn't tell you that people were going to die. Also, integral to this game would be a baboon murdering us one by one. Stakes are a little higher now, just so you guys know. And I also like Shockma pressing the elevator buttons. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was humorous. Like, beep, beep, beep. Like, I, like I how just, did he know? I just remember, too, like, I actually did see this when I was younger, because when we were, like, going back and watching it, I think that's also part of it was, um, I started watching it, and I became, like, immediately disinterested, but also, like, reminded me of parts that I had seen and remembered. As a child, I was, like, legitimately terrified I think, like, as an adult, I was like, nope, don't want to. Like, I don't know what... She's had this deep-rooted fear of all things ape. The only the only movie I really ever saw uh, as a child, as far as apes go like this, was uh, Monkey Shines. We were talking about... We were, oh, we were trying yeah. to think of what it was, and uh, Monkey Shines with the helper monkey. It always makes me think of the Simpsons episode with Mojo. Yeah. Where he becomes, like, Homer, and... Like, do the dance, Mojo. And he's just like, oh, and he's like drunk. And then the guy comes and he presses the buttons on the computer and he goes, pray for Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely saw Monkey Shine. Monkey Shine's in Congo. That was a well, big ape. Amy. Amy, Amy want Amy. green drop drink. Amy. God, that monkey was creepy. <laughs> it was animatronic, clearly, but it was very creepy. That makes it more creepy yeah, than it was, a real gorilla. Yeah. And I just always remember... Uh, more than anything from that movie was Tim Curry's character. He was oh, very yeah. silly, and he was like, the city of Zines. Yeah. Like, this very, like, played-up, like, goofy accent for whatever reason. He was he... probably wearing panties, too. <laughs> he did that accent in a lot of a couple other movies, too. Uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1, he has the same exact, like, 
way of speaking is in he, Congo. He did it uh, in a Command and Conquer game as well. He, oh, he, he, he played like the Russian president in the uh, cutscenes. Nice. He was actually uh, the original Joker on the Batman animated series. Like in one, of, like they recorded like a couple episodes and then they're like, no. And then they got Mark Hamill to do it. <laughs> Which I was obviously a better choice because Mark Hamill fucking owned that role. But uh, regardless, when the best kill was probably the black guy, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't say Gary. And then I keep just calling him the black guy. He was the only black guy in the whole movie. And, of course, he had to die. Because well, everybody died, so it's okay. black in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Everybody died. He, when his death was the most brutal one, it was like ripping his face yeah. apart. And like blood. I was like, why isn't every death like this? Because this one girl, was awesome. you didn't even see, he just like dragged her into the toilet. Oh, she was, was like, trying to crawl up to the vent that was that's not what, big enough for anybody to ever fit in. was that Shockma, like, she like ran back into the stall... In the bathroom when Shockma got in the door. He I was like, so doors. he's. Yeah, but also, like, the stall is off the. So there's yeah, a space between the ground. the ground. Yeah. So, yeah, he's gonna come through there. And then when she took the vent off the wall, I was like, a person totally not gonna fit through there. Shockma, yes. So I don't know what the logic was. Like, I'm gonna go up in here. Like, this space that I, as a human, cannot fit through, but this monkey certainly would be able yeah, to. Yeah, that was. That was just pretty bizarre. And I also thought, I wrote down, I forgot all about this. It made me laugh when I was just reading it. That when Tracy died in the bathroom, I was like, now Kim has Sam all to herself. I was like, she teamed with Shakma to kill Tracy. Oh, that probably is an angle. I'm sure that plan worked better than her throwing cutlery out the window to try to get somebody's attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, when they were in trouble. That was just not going to happen at all. Um, and then for a while, where was Shakma hiding? During the last like half hour, there was like at least like a ten minute period, I think, where you did not see him, and I was like, "Where the hell is he?" No, there was like no ra- like well, rationale. One, at-, at one point, he went back to where Richard got the hydrochloric acid in his face and started eating pieces yeah. of his melted face. So maybe he was just snacking. Yeah, I guess that's safe to assume. And why would she go back to even find her brother at this point? Yeah. Like, I, I think uh, it was so dumb. I think it was anybody would just tell in real life would say, say okay, your brother died. <laughs> We're not going to, like, you know. Don't just... go in there. There's a baboon. <laughs> a ravenous, crazy baboon. Yeah, when she came out, because she had contact with other people when she came out of that room. And I feel like no one told her, like, hey, P.S., this is all died. gone to shit. Yeah, you should probably just go back in there and your little, like, you know. Renaissance LARPer costume. And, and did you like how he wrapped his arms with, like, bandages, and they did nothing? Well, it was, like, gauze and ace bandages. Yeah, that, and it did... That's not effective armor. No, it did It did absolutely nothing. And then when he was being attacked, did he stab Shockma at one point with the knife? Did he get I a stab like in there? I feel like he had, like... I, I don't know. I, I think can... he did stab him when he was on him. He stabbed him. Because at one point, he comes face-to-face with him in the hallway, and just... Drops the knife. It was it was at the end yeah. before he lured him into the incinerator. Yeah. But he he meets him face to face and just drops the knife on the ground and walks away. Even though he did fancy a, or uh, fabricate himself a nice fancy spear. Yeah, I don't. He never used that. No, he never used it. Like a break with reality at the end of that movie. Yeah, it turned into like almost Home Alone. Like he started making traps. Like the ba- the robbers are coming in, and he's gonna you know the wet bandits. The wet bandits with Shakma. 
he's uh, and then he yells. He, I like when he kills Shakma, and he's like, "Game over." Like, <laughs> come on! I was like, I guess, well, you know, well, you'll have those lines like that in some B movies. So it was warranted. But I was like, oh, when she, when he when he tricked Shakma, and he Shakma ran through the mirror, and he thought it was him. I was like, how did he know Shakma's one weakness? Mirrors. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's always a moment in movies like this where I was like, "That was it." Like, that's what you had to do. Well, all right, I guess. Like, <laughs> so kind of like I guess the you know Nightmare on Elm Street, for example. Like, she just has to like, you're not real. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird ending to that movie, and then they made like eight others. But what whatever. was it the Superman movie too, where like they went through all the building smashing and destroying, D- destroyed things. an entire city. Went out in space, destroyed some satellites, do, and then he breaks his neck. All he had to that do was, was break that guy's <laughs> that neck. Was it? And he is supposed to be Superman, saving everyone. He wrecked, like, half the city. And the new Superman. You'll have that. I mean, the original Batman, he... I think more people get hurt and die with Michael Keaton. More people get hurt and die than he saves. He's Half the time, he's running away in that movie. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's, it's, a, it's a, I liked the movie. I liked it when I was a kid, but... In retrospect, I was watching it not long ago, and I was like, man, he does a lot of running away, and a lot of people get hurt and die because he doesn't do anything and to save anybody in this one. He's only saving what he cares about. It's because and... being rich isn't a superpower. <laughs> Vigilante justice is not yeah. the answer. So, but, yeah, Shakma, and then he's like, and then Sam just walks down the hallway like bloody, and just after he incinerates Shakma, and I win. <laughs> and then he just dies. He falls face first onto the floor while staring at a plush chimpanzee, saying, I win. And then it changes into that weird robotic voice. Well, it was Shakma's stuffed animal that he was looking so cute with. Oh, yeah. And he had to profess the fact that he won to the plush toy. He won. And then there could have been a Shakma too, like the soul of Shakma went into another baboon. Or like uh, something like, like that. Child's play. Yeah, like child's play. <laughs> it went into the stuffed animal and it turned into a whole Shakma series, but we never saw Shakma ever again. Oh man, it's a sad day in, in the world of Shakma. I win. I didn't miss that part. Yeah, there was part of the. There was definitely part of the movie where I just like completely lost it and fell asleep, and then I remember. At one point, waking up and thinking that, like, a lot of time had gone by and the monkey was just, like, bashing his head against a door. And I all I could think was, like, still? That was, like, half the movie. Like, that's still what's happening? He's still just bashing his head against stuff and chasing people? <laughs> oh, a shakma is a type of, as a species of baboon. Oh. But the, mo- the, the baboon in the movie was not a shakma. It was a hamadryas. Well. Interesting fact. <laughs> like one of the quotes on IMDb is, oh, the only quote from the movie is, "You are so male." That's the same <laughs> one they went with. That's like the only quote anybody wanted <laughs> decided to put on IMDb. Just Why not? Throw right? the one in there. Apparently, this movie cost about like one point five million to make. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it. I don't, I don't know what it made. If it was direct to video, if it had any sort of limited release or anything like that. But yeah, one point five. The million. only thing I can imagine would that be would be in handlers' fees and, and ape crap. And the property rental. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't so see where that money was no, well spent. There's no box office, unfortunately. This is the wiki page is pretty. Uh, pretty bare. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> there are some good reviews on. 
IMDb, a killer baboon with an attitude. Where's the love for Shockma? This is an entertainingly mindless, cheesy horror flick that came in the decline of a genre. Was that, was that a <laughs> genre? The decline of the killer monkey genre? Like, this movie is about a killer baboon. How could someone not like it? It's cheesy as hell and unintentionally funny, but still delivers expectations. I'm glad I rented this on VHS because I, I had a great moment. <laughs> I laughed, cringed, and applauded for Shockma. The lead characters had great chemistry between each other. Oh my goodness. Wiss on her hottest form. I don't know which girl that was. Hopefully the Tracy, not Kim. Atkins and the always fantastic Roddy McDowell were great in their roles, but keep in mind that Shockmo is the real star of this movie. Our killer baboon made the entire movie watchable. Rent this not-so-bad piece of 80s horror <laughs> trash and have a good time. Remember to keep your brain out of this. You won't need it. <laughs> That's accurate. That pretty... guy obviously did. Yeah. Just... yeah. Shockmo's great! Yeah. I, I guess. Oh, sure. Man. The trailer did look... The trailer featured, from what I had seen before, it just featured a lot of the monkey being violent against the doors and stuff. So that's why I thought it was going to be like, whoa, this is going to be like something fucking crazy. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time in history they got fooled by the trailer. Mm. What, putting the best parts in the movie I in know, the trailer? Right? Never. It, it happens a lot in the uh, the world of B-movies, unfortunately. But, you know, they all can't be winners. They're, they all can't be Miami <laughs> Connection they all can be Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I will say, like, it was salvageable just because for nothing else, or if for no- nothing else, you would watch it and, and ask yourself, like, what the fuck is wrong with this, like, monkey? Yeah. Because it is kind of, it, it legitimately is frightening, the fact that people were made to shoot and be around this animal in production at some point. Mm-hmm. Because it is, like, terrifying. Yeah, but. and and in retrospect, like I think watching it, I think discussing it was is more fun than watching it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I did have to watch the last half hour because I did fall asleep last night watching it. This is yeah, this is true. Okay. Yeah, we both fell asleep for sure. So, but I, I mean, it's it's it was more fun to talk about than it was to watch because it lulled in some spots, and you'll have that in some. Horror movies, especially from uh, that time, but you know it was what it was. I, I like the parts of the monkey going crazy. I like <laughs> not a whole lot else, but yeah, shit happens. Um, I can't remember what I was gonna say about Shockma. I think that's. I mean, I think that's it. I thought there was one more thing I was gonna say, but I cannot remember. I mean, if you really needed to sum There's up this so movie, male. it would just be a bunch of like montages of a baboon going insane, slamming his head against the door. That's pretty much this movie. This is this movie. <laughs> you, you're very correct. Well, next week's movie is a movie I've heard about for a, quite a while now, and I've never watched it. It's been on my instant queue for a long time, and it's. Uh, it's actually produced by Alamo Drafthouse Films, who produced Miami. Who not just well, I don't know if they they didn't produce Miami Connection, but they just were the distribution on it. So, but this they actually produced this movie in a post-apocalyptic future. Two rival gangs fight for control of Fraser Park by playing Beat Beat Revolution, a deadly version of Dance Dance Revolution. And this movie is called the FP. I remember seeing a lot of stuff about this when it came out on uh, Slash Film and a few other movie websites, and 
It looks absolutely ridiculous. The main character with his eye patch, he looks hilarious. Yeah, that looks really... He almost looks like a younger Solid Snake or something like that. He's even got, like, a mullet going, so... So, like, the high stakes are, oh, if you I'll do not it. perform, was... you get, like, electrocuted? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> you, you get a 187. Yeah. According to the trailer. Murder, death, kill. Hmm. But I was I was thinking of the main character of uh, Weeaboo Snake Plissken. Yeah. Yeah. Snake Plissken and Solid Snake is based off of Snake Plissken, so it's all the same. But yeah, Snake Plissken, that'd be hilarious if randomly Kurt Russell showed up in, in this I movie. I would love that movie. You'd love this even more if Kurt Russell just randomly showed up. Yeah. He's going to be in something. He's going to be in the next Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, there you go. That's what? I don't, I don't know, but I'm all for it. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. They're adding so many people to the next, the Fast 7. Tony Ja. All right. We'll have his crazy ass in this movie. Fast cash. I mean, they know they'll make like shit ton of money. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. They just said Lucas Black from Tokyo's Drift is going to oh be in it. Come full circle. Who knew? Who knew That's that these really movies would bizarre. come full circle? Yeah. Justin Lin, the guy who directed... Three through six. He's the mastermind behind it all, so he... He's ludicrous on the soundtrack for this one. Has he been on the soundtrack Luda. for every single one? I don't know. He's in all of them. Is he has it? some really bad lines. Jokes. Not as bad as Tyrese. If I, if I could do without one person in those movies, be Tyrese. Yeah, he's not some even... Some people, Nick Leffler, tried to defend him, but uh, I will not defend Tyrese and his lines in the Fast movies. I do love those movies, but his, he's just a little too much. I just don't think, yeah, I don't ever pegged him for an extremely great actor or anything. I am excited about Lucas Black, though, because I like him. I remember he was on a show called American Gothic when we were younger, and I really liked that show, and then he was, like, nowhere to be... He was in Sling Blade, and then he was nowhere to be found. And then he was in Tokyo Tokyo Drift. (laughs) And then nowhere to be found again until (laughs) they decided to make the series go full circle and be prequels of itself and things like that. and beyond. Now, yeah, now it's Tokyo and Beyond. Apparently, he's uh, he's like has a contract for like multiple movies. So sweet. So yeah, that should be pretty interesting. The fast movies, love those, love those movies. They're just they're there's not action movies like those nowadays. Most of them suck balls, and those are the over the top insanity that I want out of. They make me feel like action movies that would have been made in the early nineties, and not yeah, nowadays. that's true. Most of the time nowadays, they just suck and are. Toned down and bullshit, so... A lot of slow motion. Yeah, a lot of slow motion. This is just... Now they're superheroes. I don't know if you guys saw Fast 6 at all. They're superheroes? Uh, No, but... like joking. They're not superheroes, but they... I mean, they... They they have powers. No, (laughs) they have powers. (laughs) Like, The Rock... Those cars are like multi-level highway. The Rock jumps from the top one down to the car below, and they're going, like, easily 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then Diesel catches Michelle Rodriguez midair after he crashes his car into the cement median and jumps out from the from the door because he had it open and catches her and lands on another car. They definitely Fine. play into yeah, oh, like how oh. ridiculous can we get this? To yeah, go, I think they and they, and they like know what they're doing. It, it yeah. reminds me of Just Cause too. Yeah, it is. It's like that. That's like how they're going with these, and and they know what they're doing. They know that they're yeah. making it ridiculous, and they don't have a problem with it. And I think that's the best part about those movies is that they're not thinking this is something serious. They just keep upping it, like from Fast Five to Fast Six. Like I was like, oh, how can they top this insanity from Fast Five? 
oh, well, now this one was even more ridiculous than the last one. And, and a 40-mile-long get... runway. Yep, and a 40-mile-long runway. Then that scene was amazing. I didn't care how long that runway was. I wish it would have lasted even longer. <laughs> hmm. With a car jumping out of the front of a plane. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! But but anyways, yeah. Next week the FP uh, looks to be pretty awesome. It's on Netflix, so you can watch it on there, or YouTube, or wherever else you want to watch movies. So then you'll know what the hell we're talking about. Your own means of finding it or whatever. So mm-hmm. the FP that'll be episode fifty one, and I'm pretty sure fifty two. The one year episode will be the ultimate birdemic well, shock and terror, oh, which apparently man. there's a birdemic two coming out. I didn't um, know this. That's yeah. believable. I've never seen Birdemic. He has. I haven't. It's, uh... That's some, what, something else. I remember, yeah, like, when we first met, you were like, have you ever seen Birdemic? And I was like, no, and you just started laughing. That was yeah, all I got. Lot, I think that's about all you can say about it, is that it, it's <laughs> something else. Because it's, it's a, a wild movie. It's... I'm excited. Yeah, so the FP, and then Birdemic, and then who knows where we're from there. If you have suggestions, send them to bnbpodcast at gmail.com. At bnbpodcast, Birdemic has actually been suggested multiple times on Twitter, so we're finally getting to it. Uh, just waiting for the right time to unleash the uh, Birdemic, and why not, after Miami Connection, you know, just keep it rolling. I thought we were going to keep it rolling with Shockma. kind of, kind of... We hit a cold spot. Yeah, yeah. press the brakes a little off. bit on things with Shakma. Maybe I think the FP will bring it up a little bit because it seems like it knows what it's doing. And yeah, it looks a little like tongue in cheek. Being silly and then Birdemic is is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So for B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. Ryan. I'll see you next week. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best.